Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Oh. The Megacast. Yay, yay. Ha, ha, we're back. Mega farts and all. Yeah. Mega farts and all, the Ted Smith. <laughs> so, like, literally a minute before we started recording this uh, Megacast, this is what happened. And I was rolling tape because I was about to start the intro, but this is what happened. I mean, like, Ted told me about it. Wow. Told you, man. It happens so quick. Give it to him one more time, all right, Steve. All right, so pay attention, everyone. I'll jack up the volume on this for the very beginning. I mean, like, Ted told me about... Did you hear that? That was Ted. Sounds like a trumpet or a tuba. But, wow. <laughs> told you, man. I told you, man. I mean, like, Ted told me about it. Wow. Told you, man. Well, yeah. Like, as we walked Is that over... a sushi fart? I don't know if I can blame it on sushi. Yeah. I just... We were sitting there. I started getting gassy. I don't. Maybe it's the soda water. Maybe it's all the, uh, the carbonation. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. I was just like, man, I feel like I got to fart and burp a lot because I had a pretty ridiculous burp earlier that you didn't have rolling. It was <laughs> disgusting. It sounded yeah. like a dying Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I mean, like Ted told me about it. Wow, <laughs> told you, man. And yeah, and then I just ripped that fart. <laughs> It's good to see you, Ted. It doesn't stink that much, though. No, I don't know. Well, I, I don't have a very good sense of smell as it is, so it has to be really strong. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, like, that's what I was telling Steve after that fart. I said, hey, man, if you don't hear me fart and I just say excuse me, then you know you're in trouble. This is the highbrow type of co- comedy and entertainment that we bring to the mega cast. Yeah, good point, man. Good point. Well, let's get it out of our system because we have exciting news to tell everybody. Not only we are we- Big news. Yeah, we're not, we're not just podcast stars. We're about to become television stars. Mega stars. Yes. The Ted Smith and I are going to be, and we just joked about this on the last Megacast. Did, I couldn't remember if we actually talked about it on the cast or me and you were just BSing about uh, it. You know, I have a hard time remembering what makes it on the podcast and what happens when we, because we just, we're, typically when we do the Megacast, we're BSing like half hour before we start and like an hour after we finish. Plus it's tough, man. Like. You do a show, I do a show. There's a lot of talking. You do your podcast, your own podcast, I do my own podcast, and then we have this one. And sometimes I'm like, have I talked about that on any of the shows yet? Yeah, I, I finally hit a point where I'm like, I don't care if I have. I'm just If it's a good story, it's a good story. I'm going to share it no matter what. But I don't remember if we were joking about the... I feel like towards the end of the podcast, we were joking about being on like a local television show. Right, so like, there's if you live if you're listening to this in the Seattle area, you're familiar with Evening Magazine. Yeah. So right, so our idea was later Evening Magazine. Yeah, and it would just be us doing a, a low budget version of what they do as a as like a a, a a bad attempt at trying to like convince them to let us be on their show. Yeah, and we could go to bars and shows and yeah. you know, show what happens later in the evening because they're always, I think we, yeah they're always having like champagne and brunch and wine which, and I love champagne and brunch. Man, it's going to be all day with this. I mean, like, Ted told me about it. Wow. Told you, man. And my microphone is really far away from my butt, too. Right. It wasn't like you even tried to push that sound out. It was just a trumpet that came into the room. So, right. So, if they're champagne and brunch, we're, uh, we're beers and fireball. Yeah. 
I don't know why our both are liquor, whereas they actually are eating food with theirs, having a meal. Yeah, we're just crushing shots, drinking beer. Yeah. You know, we could educate people on, uh, you know, the city's changing. We're both transplants, but it's changed a a ton since 11 years I've been here. I feel like we're Seattleites now. Oh, 100%. We're Washingtonians. Yeah. 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 We live the lifestyle, man. Yeah. I got a beard, dude. That's a good point. I have a beard. Last how not only am I a Washingtonian, I am an old Washingtonian now. Last night cuz we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. <clears throat> last night was Tuesday. Tuesday evening, and a friend of mine hit me up and goes, "Hey, do you want to go hiking this weekend?" Tuesday, right? What's my reply? Oh, sorry, man. I already made plans to do this mountain with my other buddy. Oh, you almost double booked mountain climbing? Yes. And then he was like, well, we're already committed to this one. I was like, what has happened to us? How old are we? That like By Tuesday evening, we already have our hiking plans set out for Saturday. Like in your early 20s, that's something you did just because someone hit you up and it just felt like something to do at that point. You're like, I need to get get this hangover out of me. I might as well go for a hike. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like actual planning. Yeah, I'm like excited to go do it. That's awesome. Plus, there's a lake up top, so I'm going to go swimming in it. Nice. Yeah. Good way to beat the heat. Yeah. Plus, I've just, I haven't been in any fresh bodies of water yet this year, only pools. Yeah. And I very much like swimming. And the idea of hiking up to a lake at a higher altitude and then getting in it, I mean, that's just man stuff. That's Washingtonian. That's, we're Pacific Northwesterners, Steve. Right. We're not just Washingtonians. Yeah, exactly. You could put us in Oregon and we'd be fine. Right. We'd, we'd still hate, we'd still hate the, uh, uh, the timbers. timbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate them just because you do. I just liked last year when we were at Fish. That and was I mean, the best thing. We ever. were in a great mood. Nobody's going to be unhappy at all. And right. these guys were very, very nice. These guys welcomed us into their sweet and fetish drinks. They, That's right, how they, nice they, they were. They were even smoking weed in there. Like you guys yeah. had smoked some weed in here. Right. So they're being really nice. It couldn't be nicer. But then after a while, me and Shawnee Mac noticed they're all wearing suspenders and timber shirts. Right. I'm throwing down with a guy that has like this green, distressed timber shirt on. When I finally looked at it, I go, I remember, I, even I knew that, oh, wow, we're in enemy territory in the, in the my, not in my world. I didn't care. <laughs> you didn't care. But I, I saw the timber shirt on the guy, and then I'm like, oh, where's Ted, and where's Shawnee Mac? I'm, I have a feeling that they're not happy, and I and I couldn't really see your eyes, because you had, no, at that point, I- I think I had the, 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 the Ted, mask. You had the Ernie mask off. Right. I right. had it off, but it was right about that point that me and Sean just started doing that thing where, like, your two buddies just get real close, and it's like- you seeing that, man? Yeah, I'm seeing it. They were. Are we going to say something? I was like, I don't know. Steve's having fun with them. And then like, you looked over and were like, you guys want to get out of here? And we were like, yeah. Yeah, I knew you guys were hating it at that point. You were almost back to back with your fists in the air. Like, <laughs> come on, she. We'll take off, Jan. I like that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> EBFG, mother blankers. <laughs> Bird, Ernie, and Elmo show up in a suite. And then Ernie and Elmo go back to back and start a brawl. And Bert's like, come on, guys. Come on. Come on. It's just, come on, man. Dude, you know we're from the streets, dog. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of example is this for the kids, man? (laughs) We keep it real. (laughs) So anyways, Ted and I are going to be on television on Monday. Oh, yeah. Almost forgot. Exactly. We're going to be on New Day Northwest. Yeah, man. Bright and early. New Day. Is that how their jingle goes? Yeah. I should. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. Yeah. So I've been on that show once before. You have? But dressed as a piece of bacon. You, that's right. So now I finally get to return as me, the human. Oh my gosh. Do you have a picture of that? You know what? I'll call I'll call my buddy this weekend that runs it and find it. Because I'll send it to their producer. 
because it would be funny to bring that up. Be like, you know, hey, Margaret, the last time I did, I have been on your show before. You might not know this, but yeah, I have. she would have no idea. Right. That would be funny. Right, because the segment was about J&D, so it was Justin and Dave doing the interview. For the bacon salt guys. Yeah, for bacon yeah. salt, bacon A's, yeah. bacon pop, all that bacon stuff. Bacon lip balm. Yeah, bacon lube. So. Yeah, I couldn't embrace the bacon lip balm. I like a lot of their stuff, but that was the one I couldn't really get around. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I just it was like, I don't know. I can't. I get why people dig it, but... Well, you know, Steve, I have somewhat of an interest in that company. Yes. So... I I think people should buy it at least once, everybody. Oh, sorry. I can edit this part out. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just... <laughs> you My know, bad. So, you know, spend some money on it. Yeah. I will say, for me, the best product was probably the uh, the the bacon pop was pretty good. Yes. And then they had, the uh, for a while, they were doing a sriracha popcorn. I don't know if they're still doing it or somebody else is. I, I haven't should, tried I never, that. Yeah. And then they... I like the bacon salt on the popcorn. Like, I yeah. would use it on popcorn. Yeah, man. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I was all in. I like the bacon lip balm. I put it on every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. You put it. It's a great stuffing. Stuffing. It's a great stuffing stuffer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm screwing up this whole podcast. Stocking uh, stuffer. Let's get let's get back onto the New Day Northwest. <laughs> Why am I telling people to buy Christmas gifts? It's June. <laughs> hey, it's never too early to start shopping. Well, yeah. Anyhow, so I was on there dressed as a piece of bacon. So now I will finally make my triumphant return. That's Ted Smith. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm stoked you got me in on that. Yeah, they hit me up and they're like, hey, who do you want to bring with you? Because BJ's got something going on. And usually when they have BJ on, they have me on as well. But they've been wanting to have me on to talk about the name change and all that fun stuff. And they thought that was a cool story. And it's just been for months now, for a, a little over a month, we've been trying to make this happen. And it's just not happening. And then they found out like, well, we really want you on on Monday. Uh, is there anyone that you would like to be on the show with? And I'm like, yes, Ted, of course. And they're like, yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah. That, that was always nice. You know, you never know. I, I figured they'd be like, yeah, but that would have sucked if they're like, yeah, do you know anyone else you want on the show? Right. Like, like what? Maybe Ted. somebody with a name on the show? <laughs> <laughs> what about that, like, you know, uh, the, the that Jubal guy? I heard he's pretty cool. Oh, that would be brutal. Yeah. You know what would have been brutal if it was you and Bar- you and Justin? Oh, Barnes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch. These guys are just hanging out. It's not enough that you, you took the friendship with, with Shawnee and the float place. Now you and Justin are on the TV together? That's right. Ah! Next thing you know, we fly your brother in. He's on there with you. You guys are too. going to college football games yeah. without me? Yeah, we're just phasing you out, Ted. You know what? It's all because I farted, and I apologize, Steve. I'll be like, Ted told me about it. Wow. Told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, I haven't even been eating crap. But that fart sounded terrible. Dude, my farts have been worse since I've been because I eat more vegetarian stuff or vegan stuff. Yeah, it's way more frequent. Way more frequent. Speaking about vegans, mm. uh, the guy that sits next to me at the Sounders game. Right, he's not in our group, but I like the guy, and he does a lot of positive things. He's uh, wrote a book and stuff, but he was telling me how he's gone uh, basically vegan, and I said, not even fish. And he goes, well, sushi sometimes, of course. <laughs> I like that. I like how people have, like, there's always that one thing. Yeah, it just reminded like, me of you. My wife is vegan. The one thing she will not back, she won't back off of when we go get Molly Moon. She'll get the vegan ice cream. She'll get the vegan ice cream, but she gets the waffle cone. Dude, what do you know about Coconut Bliss? 
Oh, it's, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sid loves that stuff. Yeah, I've, I've been getting down on it myself. Is that like the pints, the the brand? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a non dairy ice cream. Yeah, we made with coconut. Yeah, we have like their cookie butter, or not cookie butter, uh, cookie dough one. I think they make. Or I didn't even know they were doing that. I think it's either. I think it's a coconut based ice cream that does yeah, a cookie yeah. dough one as well. And yeah, we get all those different vegan friendly ice creams. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, we haven't done our push-ups yet. Yeah, right? We got to earn this vegan cream. Well, yeah, we got to burn off some of that sushi we ate, too. So yeah. why don't we get our 10? This one was actually uh, texted to us, or not texted to us, tweeted to us from John. He says he's a Blackhawks fan, and he wanted us uh, to play a little Macklemore because of the Blackhawks uh, victory celebration. I don't know if you... I'll tell you about that afterwards. All right. Uh, but the... The, uh, the this, Blackhawks are down with Macklemore? Yes, and it's pretty funny. All right. All right, so the song is also the song that they're down with, and it's not even like one of the Macklemore's big hits. Whoa, I almost spilled my tea. Uh, I'm totally Pacific Northwesterner. I almost spilled my tea. <laughs> what did you call it either earlier? A throat coat. Yeah, oh, that's the name of the brand. Oh, are you kidding me? I didn't make that up. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I blew my was... voice out over the weekend in Bremerton. I thought you were totally messing around. No, it's called Throat Coat. My, the singer of my band, he uses it all the time. He says, it, he says it works all the time, so I was like, I might as well try it. That sounds like a bad name, though. Granted, I haven't had yeah. a release in a while. Aurora Snow stars in Throat Coat 69. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> we have a clip from that film. <laughs> All right, let's let's get ten <laughs> to Macklemore, and we danced. Are you ready, Ted? Let's do it. All right. And we danced, and we cried, and we laughed. It's been a while since I got 10. Yeah. I did do 10 push-ups in the locker room one day, and everyone looked at me like I was crazy, but I needed it to wake me up. Yeah, me and Cobb did them last week for uh, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to get that brain functioning. <laughs> we didn't even tell people why we do the push-ups. Uh, to get the brain functioning. All right. You can now go back and do it again if you want. We won't. No. So before we do the TED Talks, the reason right. why they wanted us to play the Macklemore song was because uh, during the Blackhawks... Um, Victory Parade? Yes. Did I not grab the audio? Son of a bitch. Well... Everything's falling apart. I grabbed the wrong thing. <laughs> crowd sound. I, I have it on my phone. <laughs> so the ba- Do you not approve of my crowd sound? <laughs> no, I don't, Ted. <laughs> I'm going to do that on the show on Monday, on TV. Whatever, you know what? I should do that. Just the mega family will be in on the joke. But I'll just act like a complete weirdo. <laughs> Never get invited to back again. Yeah, right? I'll be like, yeah, Steve, uh, in the future, we won't ask you who you want to bring. No, I'm talking about full weirdo. I'm going to ruin it for both of us. Oh, so I'm going to be banned. <laughs> They'll just email you for BJ now. <laughs> Like, hey, can you guys check and see if uh, Fitz wants to come on? We don't want you on anymore. Right, can you guys call Fitz and Ellen? Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> during their victory celebration, they all speak in front of all the fans there at Soldier Field. All right. And two of the players, it seems like hockey teams always have like their song in the locker room, like their victory Every team song. does. Yeah, I remember back when they did the 24-7 with the Flyers before one of the Winter Classics, uh, the big song for them was Knock Knock by... Um, 
uh, Mac Miller. Yeah. Uh, but I so, love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. And apparently, Macklemore was the song for them. So two of the guys in the Blackhawks decide to use their time as their speech. They just sing the song. No kidding. Yeah, so here, here it is. Take it away. All right, let's go. And we danced. And we cried. And we laughed. And had a really, really, really good time. Take my hand. Let's have a blast. And remember this moment for the rest of our lives. Our lives. Our lives. Our lives. I get the feeling the fans tonight, didn't know this. No. Because tonight, tonight is the night, am I right? And now they're jumping up and down with the Stanley Cup in their hands. How great is that? <laughs> I just love the silence of the fans. Like, what are they doing? Like, why are these guys singing this most random well, remember, that's how I found the I Love the Coco song, was the Clippers were singing it. You're right, last year. On, yeah, on their plane. And then after you brought it up, we started embracing it, and then all of a sudden I started paying attention to the Seahawks interviews. Yeah, the Seahawks were doing it. And they were all about it, So, which was awesome, because anytime we interviewed a Seahawks player, we would bring up the I'm in love with the Coco song, and I... I know for a fact no other media outlet was asking him about that song, because their reaction was so, like, sincerely, like, shocked. What was that like? That was like November, December we got into that, right? It had to be because then during the playoffs is when I would hear it in the locker room interviews all the yeah. time. So during like their NFC championship run and then all the way to the Super Bowl, we heard, I'm in love with the Coco. Yeah. So awesome, man. <laughs> all right. Well, we still even haven't done the TED Talk show. Oh, TED Talk. So yeah, I mean, we might as well get to that right now. Okay. So let's do that. All right, well, you know, why don't we take a break? All right, we'll come back. For the first time ever in our second break. Second period TED Talk. That's right. All right, the Mecha Cast will be back. Sorry. It's a cluster. Smith and Steve will keep you company as you drive. The Mecha Cast will be back. You can drive all night looking for the answers in Inside of every red-blooded American man is a fella who wishes he could combine the two things he loves the most, a finely crafted beer and a supple pair of engorged memories. Well, your wishes are command. Rugged Rat Pilsner is slow-brewed to perfection with grain, barley, and enough estrogen-rich hops that'll have you packing a pair of C-cups that would make that big old girl Caitlin jealous. Rugged Rack Beer. Why go chasing a pair when you can grow your own? These guys have done lots of stuff one time. One time. <laughs> Except that haven't done me. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. The mega cast is back. Smoke one one time. Smoke one. Drink one one time. Let me fuck on one time. Smack. Tell the club up one time. Only take one time. Only take one. Only take one time. Only take one. Only take one time. One time. One time. Only take one time. One time. One time. Only take 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 one time. Only
take one time. Only take one time. Yeah, I guess uh, if you uh, you talked about it on the men's room, but uh, you drink too many IPAs, it gives you men man boobs because it produces more estrogen than normal. Right. Yeah. So I was telling Steve, like, right, I already have man boobs. Pass me a hoppy IPA. <laughs> Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. truth. It's like everyone's like, oh, don't drink so much soy milk. It's going to give you man boobs. I'm like, I already got man boobs, and I like soy milk. Yeah. I like it better than almond milk. Right. And like, did I just drink straight from a bottle of whiskey as a kid? As I have a lot of chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, today's TED Talk, uh, kind of a simple one. Be selfish. I think I might have talked about this before, but be selfish, man. Look after number one. Put yourself first. I read this list today. It was kind of, I mean, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it was like, I think it was like 11 things that make miserable people good at being miserable. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the things. Like, And I have friends like this, and I know they do this all the time. It's like, oh, I guess I'm just too nice. I care too much about other people. It's like, no, you like being miserable. So if you're constantly putting other people's problems, like, you know, like you could try to help them. But at the end of the day, it's their problems. Yeah. Let, you know, you don't have to shoulder it all the time. And, you know, like if it's going out or going to some event or, or just doing something you don't want to do, if it's not good, it's not going to help you mentally, don't go. Take care of yourself. Be selfish. I always I tell people I find the older I've gotten, the more I, it's not like I, I thrive on it, but in a sense, I have no problem telling people no. Yeah. I have no problem. And I used to not be that way. And sometimes like, I'll talk to some people and they're like, yeah, I had to do it because they asked me to. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you didn't. And they're like, well, what, what have you done? And I've had times where people are like, hey, man, do you want to come out? Blah, blah, blah. We got this going on. And in the past, I used to try and come up with these elaborate lies yeah. to get out of it. Like, no, I can't because I got this, that. And now I'm just like, nah, sorry, guys. I'm not going to make it. And they're like, well, why? I'm like, I just don't want to go. Yeah, and, and, it, and it always throws people off for a second. And I'm like, well, why does it throw them off? Like, why can't we worry about our own interests from time to time without having, as long as you're not hurting somebody in the process, what does it matter if, like, I don't want to go out to this party tonight? Right. And I, right. And, and we're not saying, like, don't ever go anywhere. We're just saying, like, sometimes. No, stay home and don't talk to people. <laughs> Become a curmudgeon. F them. Yeah, yeah, just but sometimes listen just, to our podcast on repeat. You just don't have to. Like, yeah, just. Don't do it. Right. You know, and the thing is, like, seriously, like, put yourself first, you know? You know, I, I mean, I've still talked about this before in a TED Talk, but it's so many times we get caught up in doing what we think we're supposed to do and this mm-hmm. and that. Like, just go do it. Well, I always, I joke about it because it sounds like a giant um, contradiction, but I always say life is really short, you know, because everyone's like, life's too short, but it's also really long in a sense. Yeah. And no, that sounds crazy to say it, but like, it's like, yeah, time is going to fly by. So do the things that make you feel good and things that are are good for you. Don't get bogged down by all the negativity and don't get bogged down by other people's drama. But and the reason being is yeah, life's going by fast, but you're you're stuck on this planet for a while. Do you want to be miserable for the next 60 years? I don't. I think some people do. I, I dude, you spend enough time on Twitter, you spend enough time on Facebook, you spend enough time reading comments on news stories. I 100% agree with you. There are people who thrive on being miserable, and it's like their initial reaction to anything that happens in this world is, how can I take the miserable angle and, and exploit it? Yeah. And, you know, I, obviously most people in the mega family probably know my feelings on social media. Yeah. But as a, it is social media, right? So the word media is still in there. I work in media. I've worked in media for years now. There's a lot of topics I want to cover 
that I don't. Right. You know what I mean? Like last week, say on last Friday, I wanted to air that the, the segment that John Stewart did, right? The serious one. Oh, yeah, it was great. We but played the, it on our show because it's so amazing. Right. But the Friday, it's Friday afternoon yeah. in the men's room. We're cruising along. So I said, Fun you know, time. this isn't a time to stop down and, and talk about something serious. You have to use that kind of, uh, you got to kind of critique yourself as you go. Yeah. So for Facebook and social media people, you don't like, I get it. You you don't, we don't need all your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I had to unfriend three different listeners today who I like. I've met them. Is but it, it's just, to me, it's like, well, that's just kind of racist stuff. Is it, like, is it the Confederate flag stuff right now? Yes. Yes, I know. I don't understand why and people. Let me, man, let me hit you with some knowledge real quick. All right, all right? do it. Do I'm it. getting sick of this crap. That is the battle flag for the Army of the, of the Northern Virginia, right? Robert right. E. Lee's army. That flag sat away for 50-some for years, 60-some years. That flag was brought back to prominence during the 1950s and 60s, mainly by the Ku Klux Klan and other racist, racist organizations. Right. It's a sign of hate. It's a sign of racism. I don't understand why people... To say it's heritage is nonsense. It's silly. It's, it's, and it's ignorant. Uh, the thing that's driving me crazy about this, it's like, if there's something that you know is hurting a large group of people... Represents something that hurts them to the core of who they are. Why are you fighting for it? Like, do you need? Why do you need that flag in your life? You know what I mean? It, right. I'm trying to find uh, JBL. Actually, had a great uh, the wrestling guy uh, John Bradshaw Layfield. Um, he just got into it on on Twitter with somebody. And just kind of put them in their place, and and similar to what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, because that's everybody. I keep seeing people post. You need a history lesson. It's about pride and this and that. Like, no, it's not. Plus, you know what else? There's they a lot of things that in the in, in the initial. Look at the swastika. The swastika is actually a very positive religious symbol, right? That it got, was. It was, and it still is for some religions. I'm not discrediting that. I know there's still some like Indian, I think, based religions that still use it. Doesn't look like the swastika, swastika that we see. I don't know if that's intentionally that they've added some stuff to it to make it seem a little less Nazi. You know yeah. what I mean? But at some point, a hate group embraced that symbol and made it their own. Right. No one's arguing that anymore. I mean, there might be some people, but it's not like this Confederate flag thing that we're going through right now, right? And I, right, it just right to 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 say that it's just historic and you need it for pride. It's like no, it's not, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, here's uh, so JBL. He weighed in on uh, Facebook about it, and uh, he says it's amazing to me that the flag was born out of the biggest treasonous event in our country's history, and the core problem was owning another race of human beings as slaves. Yet some want to claim that these four years, 1861 to 1865, that a flag that was never even adopted as a Confederacy flag is their heritage. A lot of soldiers died for that flag. So did a lot of soldiers die for the Nazi flag. Sorry to say those lives were wasted in both cases. The flag came into prominence because of the Klan and white supremacists after the war, some heritage. I think if a person wants to put out a symbol of hate and discrimination and hang it on their private property. They have every right to do so, even though I hate it. But I think government should not be allowed to display it publicly, except a museum of history and only in a case inside. I hope we can move on from something as disgraceful as this flag. Yeah. And here's he another, nailed it. And here's another history lesson for you, too. When people go, well, it's about how it was states' rights. Wrong. The reason the South seceded was they didn't think the national federal government was imposing enough of the will of the federal government to say, hey, you got to return those slaves to the other states. They actually were less about states' rights and more about, hey, big government, get involved and help wow. us keep our slaves. 
Unbelievable, man. And, and, and here we are, 2015, arguing about this. Plus, you lost. <laughs> like, you don't hang second place banners. You no. hang first place banners. You lost. I know players get the NFC championship rings, but they ain't gawking around displaying it. All right, when I was 14, in eighth grade... And that was a ridiculous analogy. No, but, it, but I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're right. still trying to we're, keep it light. Of course. When I was 14, right, my second eighth grade here, put a pin in that, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> we go to the championship game, right. and we lose, right? And they give us, you know, like a trophy, like a, not a trophy, but like a little plaque for coming in second place. And I remember I had that bat bag for I don't know how many years. And I remember even when I moved, I still had the bat bag. And it had to be like 10, 13 years later, and I pulled it out. And that, that, that plaque had never, I never pulled it out of my bat bag. Just put it in the bag and yeah, left it, was it in there. It's goddamn second place. Right. What are you going to tell me next? You're, you know, just like, ah. Uh, no, nobody talks about finishing in second. No. I mean, in Seattle, you know the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl this year. Right. But, like, I mean, I can't even tell you right now who lost the Super Bowl three years ago. No. No. And forget it, like 10 years ago, even more so, no. I mean, except for the Seahawks season, which was 10 years ago. Yeah, or you got to lose a bunch in a row like the Bills. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's typically, there's not many teams that will be remembered for losing. All right, let's parlay this into mega TV appearance. Yes. Do you think they hit us with a socially conscious question, For like sure. the flag? I think they might. I think oh. they might. They, uh, every time we've done New Day Northwest, and I love doing it, but there's always one like heavy subject that gets brought up. And it's always like, I'm torn, because like how you were talking about on Friday, you didn't want to... You know, bring because the, the show was rolling, so right. I just didn't want to get into it then. And I'm all about like I don't usually like to go too hardcore about politics and or or, or serious subjects because like hey, people want an escape from that. But we're going on their show, and it's like I'm not going to be like I don't want to talk about this. Like that's what their show's about. They sometimes talk about like bummer stories. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if whether it be that or whatever it is that's the hot topic on Monday, if it comes up. And it'll be interesting. It's fun, though. I mean, I, Margaret. You know I won't back away. Nor should you. <laughs> and Margaret is awesome. You're going to love Margaret. She's a All sweetheart. Right. I'm looking forward to it, dude. It's, it's, a, it's a good time. All right. I'll find yeah. that picture of me as bacon. Yeah, because I should send that to them. I think that might be funny if they bring that up. Like, last time we had Ted on, we didn't have him on as Ted. He was bacon. <laughs> it's an upgrade, Ted. It is. Yeah. I'm making it somewhere, Steve. Right. It's like back in the light, the, the Tonight Show days. Sometimes a comic goes on, does his routine, and then goes back into the green room. But sometimes Johnny Carson waves him over. Yeah. This is your Johnny Carson moment. Yeah. Five years later, I get to sit on the couch. Yep, they're finally waving bacon over. Not only did Steve get me the appearance on the show, I also will probably be wearing a pair of jeans that Steve has given me. Yes! Awesome. Last time Ted was at my house, I gave him a bunch of the jeans that that I made the mistake of having them hemmed because we have a similar, I think we're close in, in waist size. It's all right, right. They don't fit you anymore. So you were like, here, you want them? Right. But yeah. They never fit me because I had them hemmed because they were too long, and now they were too short. Like, I went, the guy who hemmed them hemmed them proper. And then I had to get them hemmed again as they still weren't short still enough. <laughs> but I got them all hemmed. So that's what I was thinking the other nice day. Like, so like Diesels and I think William Rast. Is that the Timberlake ones? Timberlake is, yeah, that's what my wife tells me. So that's yeah. What, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I want to wear those, and I just want some chick to be like, are those... I well, I, I guess nobody's gonna say are those Timberlake jeans. That'll be like those William Rast. That's my that's my that's my that's my fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Are those Timberlake <laughs> jeans? Yes, they are. And yep. Then she goes, "Let's have sex." And I go, "Okay." <laughs> While listening to NSYNC, <laughs> right? You, have to you ask know me what, twice. Steve? It's gonna be me. And then when you're done, you'll be like, "Bye, bye, bye." That's all I got. Well, I guess now she's just gone. 
I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know. It's tearing up my heart that you don't know more, Steve. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I, 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 I mean, it's good that you're bringing sexy back. I, I don't know. What's Timberlake on his own, I know. I know. I don't know NSYNC songs. All right. Don't on. tell my wife. She'll be mad. That's her, that's her joint right there. NSYNC. Well, we, <laughs> we did both go see Timberlake. Yes, we did. And it was a phenomenal show. Awesome. Yeah, that guy is an entertainer. Yeah. You don't have to be a fan of his music to love what he does on stage. He's good. Yeah, and I just forgot that like all the years in the boy band, like they're so used to dancing and singing at yep. the same time. Like yeah, That guy just crushed it. His endurance is ridiculous compared to mine today. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm hurting today because I went and got my heart checked out. Yeah, I heard, you're right. So you told me tonight over dinner you almost died. Yeah, pretty much. It was scary, <laughs> man. I almost died last week. Fortunately, they were able to revive me, and I'm going to be okay. Um, I went for my physical, did the whole finger thing. That sucked. Um, then I thought, okay, well, everything's good. I, 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 I was able to get through that uncomfortable situation, and the one last thing they were going to do before my physical was done was do the EKG on my, on my heart, make sure that's cool. I already texted my wife and said, everything's good. Just waiting to get my final thing and get out of here. Where they come back and like, yeah, there's something on your chart that's worrying us. All right. And I'm like, oh boy, did I just jinx myself? I'm like, you guys just violated my butt and now you're going to tell me my heart's messed up? Like, this is a crummy day. Um, and it was like, the thing that cracked me up was the doctor's like, well, you either have a really, really strong heart or you're in the early stages of heart disease. And I'm like, what that, that is? There's no happy medium there. Like, that's is a, heart disease like is that something you like people get from like eating oh damn it sorry oh, that's all right where are we at on this bad f8 boy? f8 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 where are we f8 all right we got it sorry man. it's okay <laughs> is that something you I, get from eating crap or is that or is that like something uh, i think it is it could be hereditary too and i don't think well, i, I know, have i know it, like with diabetes there's yeah. people that that get it type two right and then change their diet and don't have any more symptoms yeah, I would imagine that uh, I'd have to like do some kind of a change of my diet if it was. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, but I would imagine I might have to take some kind of medication. Yeah, you know, whatever it may be. But so that was scary. So then they said, "Well, we need to set you up and put you on one of those uh, treadmills." Of course, I'm kind of freaking out about this. But on the flip side, I'm like, "Oh, that's so sick! I'm gonna get to walk on the treadmill and do the whole thing," you know, with the wires hanging into my body. You look like Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I go in today, first thing that was kind of awkward is I go in there and I had to have parts of my chest shaved. All right. So as you can tell, right oh, there. Oh, you got a sweet L in your, in your chest hair yeah, now. Yeah, look at that, man, right there. That's kind of awesome. You did a nice job. So they do that. It actually looks more like the state of Louisiana and Steve's chest hair. <laughs> Woo-wee! <laughs> Get on that treadmill now. So I do it. And everything's fine, but they incrementally make it go faster to check your heart. Then when you get you a certain heart speed, then it goes up more. And everything's cool, but then there's this girl who works there, obviously, and she's checking my blood pressure or whatever. It'd be better if it was just some random chick. Oh, yeah, right. Some super... Actually, the chick was hot. Yeah, she's a nurse. Yeah, yeah, so... Nurses are generally kind of hot. And she's just sharing me... Like, she's, like, broing down with me about tattoos, because she's got a tattoo, I guess, on her side. And I'm like, of course you do. You're oh, a hot crazy, chick. crazy yeah. hot chick. Right. It's a oh, new yeah. tramp stamp, ladies. We all know it. And it's it's okay with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like tramp stamps, too. I still like a good tramp stamp. Yeah. I've never had any issues with that. I still don't have any issues with the duck face pictures. Yeah. I'm I think with you. they look kind of sexy. Yeah. So anyways, uh, she, uh, 
she keeps speeding it up and she's like, well, let me know if you're short of breath. And I'm like, oh, no, I got this. I'm doing great. Now I'm running and I'm doing good. But now she's talking to me more. I can't jog and run. I'm not a guy that can exercise and talk. Like, Is this it, part of the test? That could be. Because then she finally goes, and it was kind of weird because she's like, well, let me know if you want to stop. Uh, and I'm like, well, I don't know. She's like, are you short of breath? I'm like, well, I'm kind of running out of breath when I talk. She's like, do you want me to stop? I'm like, I don't know. Do you, did you get everything you need? She's like, yeah, you, you hit your target heart rate, um, and we got all the stuff that we need, but you can keep going if you want. And now I'm like, well, why would I want to keep going? She's like, but you can keep going if you want so we can get more information. I'm like, well, should I go- keep going? And it was like one of those things where I think like maybe legally she can't say yes or no. So she just looks at me and goes, do you want me to stop? And I'm like, that's not an answer to my question. So I'm finally getting frustrated. I'm like, yeah, fine. Just stop it. Yeah, I would have been real pissed. I would have been like, I want you to stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally stopped and I'm glad it stopped because all of a sudden now my heart's like. Bruh. Yeah. So then the doctor comes in. He barely speaks English. So I can't understand what he's saying. So I'm like, this is great. If he's if he's telling me I'm Asian done, or Indian? Yeah, Asian. Well, I guess India's in Asia. Excuse me. Well, Chinese, I think. Chinese or Japanese. I, can't, I, I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> well, I, can't, I don't know. I think I can tell the difference between a Japanese person and a Chinese person. When your heart's racing like crazy and you're freaking out about this chart. Well, I, I, I tossed you a softball and said Asian or Indian. And I answered it. <laughs> he said Chinese. I don't know. I said Asian first, but then you're like, well, India isn't Asia. So then I didn't really answer your question. So I figured I need to be more specific. Did he know the recipe to General Tso's? Yes. <laughs> he was Chinese. <laughs> So I'm waiting. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. I don't. Finally, he just goes, you're good. I'm like, yes. Did he give you a thumbs up? Yeah, and shook my hand. Nice. Yeah, so everything was cool. So see, you, see you next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We'll warm that finger up for you. Oh. Oh. oh That's man. a, dude, I don't look, I'm not, don't look forward to that. No, I'm clinching right now. Yeah. That's why I read all, it used to always be 35, and then a few years ago they moved it to 40, and I was like, all right. And now it's 50, unless oh. you have someone in your family who is uh, who had it. And right. my dad had prostate cancer. He survived. Uh, so that means I have to do it at 40. Cause well, I want to say prostate cancer is one of those things is that like if you live long enough as a guy, you will get prostate yeah, cancer. I, from what I hear, it's like pretty much like we all have it. So, yeah. Some people have it, and it just doesn't open up. Like, it doesn't spread. Like some people can, say it doesn't bloom. That sounds terrible when it, talking about right. cancer. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like some people can live the, a long life with prostate cancer from what I heard. Like, if well, it it's like spread. we all had the chicken pox. Right. And then you hear that commercial. It's like, if you've had the chicken pox, you have the shingles disease. <laughs> but not everybody gets shingles, but I'm scared assless now getting shingles. Yeah, dude. I'm, I, and that is an experience. Have you had shingles? No. No, oh. I'm going back to the prostate exam. Oh. Dude. My doctor, first time I ever met her, and that's what happens. Like, it's like first date. You know what I mean? Luckily, she had small fingers, which I was glad. That was important. Yeah. I sized them up. Um, but Could you ask for some Captain Morgan before she did it? Dude, it was weird because I thought, I don't know what it feels like. You know what I mean? I never, I don't go there. You haven't played in that realm? No. Um, so when she had me, like, lean over onto the, the onto that, like, thing that you lay on, the, I don't know what the hell it is, like, the, the bed in the, the yeah. So I'm leaning over it like that, and she's, like, checking the area around it. 
and it's uncomfortable just her doing that. Yeah, because it's your butt and your right. your junk and everything's hanging out. So I'm thinking, oh, she's doing it. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, oh this is not fun, but all right, I can tolerate this for a few more seconds. And then she says, sorry. And then, oh. and I'm just like, oh, hurry this up. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. No, dude, it, I'm glad I did it because it's important to do. Yeah, and you got to get it done. Right, and you don't want to keep pushing that off. I mean, that would be so stupid if you found out you could have avoided it just by dealing with five seconds of uncomfortableness, but I don't look forward to doing it ever again. You know, that's how Vince Lombardi died. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got prost- never- and he was so weirded out and thought it was like a, I think he was, to be honest, I think it was like a, a weird, like, oh, I'm not a homosexual, this and that. Right. And then by the time they found it, he died within months. Gosh, and you know that probably if he could go back in time and do it, he would have. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Who, who would rather die than have a finger check? Right. I mean, that's, that's Finger check silly. me. Yeah. Finger check me every day if it means I won't die. I prefer you don't. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come yeah. back. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about um, sports. All right. Ted and I uh, have had a great experience recently as goalies. Goalies. One as a goalkeeper, the other as a goaltender. Tender. We'll if you don't, uh, with the Megacast, they won't. With you, Tech Smith and Steve will be back. I don't I mean, with you. I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't, I don't, I don't give a, look, I don't give a, I don't about you or anything that you do. I don't give a, I don't about you or anything that you do. You don't need to know how to box. You don't need martial arts training. You don't need a gun, a knife, a taser, or even mace. Learn how to protect yourself at the P. Diddy Kettlebell Defense Institute. Somebody attacks you? Give me your money. Kettlebell. Someone looks at you the wrong way? The light is green. Go! Kettlebell. Sir, would you like paper or plastic today? It's like a bowling ball with a handle. You know, it doesn't really fit in my purse, and it's kind of heavy. And- Kettlebell! The P. Diddy Kettlebell Defense Institute. Sign up today on the UCLA campus. So it's gonna be forever. We'll take this way too far. It'll leave you breathless. Mm-hmm. Or with a nasty scar. Got a long list of ex-lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. But I've got a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. Here are two guys that Taylor Swift has yet to write a song about. The Tex Smith and Steve, the Megacast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just such a timer, man. Taylor Swift pissing some people off these days. Photographers, that is. Yeah, like Keeping I, up on that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that she stood up to a giant company and was like, you got to pay the artists for their music. Yeah. But then it sucks that she's doing the same exact thing to photographers and like you can't take pictures unless you have exclusive like stuff to me. You have to sign your children over to me if you want to be a photographer at one of my concerts and then I can use any of your pictures and you don't see a dime of it and there's something else too like I'll destroy your cameras or something like that. If, yeah. There was like I'm glad she got found out for it. Yeah, that's a, you got to be careful when you get on a soapbox and you want to sound like the person that's fighting for the artist. And you actually are effing over other artists? Yeah. That's, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be careful of that stuff too, man. Because it's easy to look at other uh, realms of like celebrities and stuff and go, can you believe they do this? Can you believe they do that? And then sometimes I got to remind myself, like, well, people pay damn good money to come to 
Mendroom stuff or KSW stuff, painted yeah. grass. You know, so it's like I, I can only I'm not going to judge those people. Right. You know, right. I mean, look, we're all hypocrites from time to time. But when, when you become like this person that you think you're like the I'm fighting for the industry and then there's another industry that works in hand with you and you're completely screwing them over. That's not good. No, that looks terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of like looked like a hero for a day and then all of a sudden, granted, probably not on a, uh, as big of a level as she's looking like a hero. There's probably some people have no idea that the photographer stuff is going on and probably won't know um, as opposed to the people that know what she's doing with the record industry and with the streaming services, you know, but. Well, and some of that stuff too, man, like Jay-Z's whole music thing. Like, yeah. well, it's going to be the artist, and we're going to take it back. It's like, right, but it's only you top-tier artists. Right. Artist. You probably are going to screw over the younger people, and the people don't care about it either. The smaller bands are not going to see it. They're going to have to, I mean, I remember someone showed something, and it takes an enormous amount of plays on these streaming services for you to make a dime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, of course, Taylor Swift, Jay-Z, whatever other, you 2 they all want to make- sync. Right, in sync. They they want to make sure that they're compensated for the number of plays because yeah. they're going to have millions of plays. Yeah. Whereas you know a band I don't know we use our buddies in Aaron Jones in the way great band right. I bet they would much rather it be a time in in this world where you couldn't have a streaming service and you had to buy it physically or download the record because they're not seeing probably a dime from all these plays and it's unfortunate that's why when i go to a local show or a band that i like i make it a point to buy a t-shirt even if i don't want one much to my wife's you know and dismay like, yeah it drives her insane because i have too many t-shirts but you know we went and see like the the hold steady or go see a band that's local if i can buy a shirt i will because i at least know that that money's going in their pocket you know it's but like, now i feel like i really need to buy a peter parker shirt i got you covered <laughs> yeah what about the other people in your band though steve <laughs> I don't got them covered. <laughs> I always say that, man. If you want to support a band, buy their merchandise. Yeah, always buy their buy, merch. You know, I mean, at least then you can feel better about like listening to their music on a streaming service, whatever it may be. Well, because it's good and bad. It gets a much exposure, but you're right. They're not making right. money off it. And I don't think, I think, I think artists are now at that point where they got to like accept the fact that the music is no longer, and thank God you can now record a record for way cheaper than it used to be. Um, so the music's more of a vehicle to sell your live show. And in turn, sell your merchandise. Well, and that's what they got to do now. You got to yep. go to live shows. Yeah. And I yep. think even with like EDM, man, go see your DJ at a club. Yeah. If he's playing or she's playing or they're playing, go see him at a club so they can make some money. Dude, our buddy, we have a mutual friend. He just got back from EDC in Vegas. And now he's going to, I'm sure there's so many people doing this. They're now going to Paradiso. And I'm sure, yeah. that, I, I guess they, it's a smart move on the, in the electric EDM culture to have those two next to each other, piggybacked on each other so that the DJs can bounce from. Vegas to Seattle or to Gorge, Washington, uh, to, 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 you know, travel wise, it's a lot easier. Seattle's always had a good connection with Vegas, though. Yeah. Like a lot of those guys will come up here yep. just because it's a little bit of a, of a break from Vegas. Yeah. But it's still, you know, what, what is a Vegas flight? Two and a half hours from here? Uh, yeah. I think it's just right about that. Yeah. And, and the scene, I mean, whether in, I don't know, I, I I think most people are aware of it now, but I mean, it's a huge EDM scene here in the in Washington. Yeah, and the Gorge, man, the Gorge itself. Like, you're not going to find many places, many venues in the world that look like that and have that natural beauty. I would so love to, s- to go to the Paradiso just for that. Oh yeah, but I I, I I don't know if I'd make it back alive. Well, yeah, I will say this: if you're going to Paradiso, man, just just 
use precautions and stay hydrated and and yes and I, and honestly like I hate to say this because your favorite DJ might be playing during the day don't go dance in the damn sun if it's 115 degrees right I think some of that stuff they should just do away with I think at nighttime when the sun goes down you can do that but yeah it's gonna be brutal this weekend yeah the other thing I talked about on the men's room too is like we gotta smarten up like look you know what you know what people are doing at these festivals have the dance safe tents there and let people test their uh, drugs yeah you know let them know what they're taking. Yeah, somebody, absolutely. Somebody made a good point the other day. Like, if you find if you find out some alcohol companies putting out, you know, like Four Loco, the government stepped in and banned it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yet you got you know, and I'm not worried about adults that are into that scene and, and can go through reputable as reputable as you get in the drug world. But you know, you got 18, 19 year old kids going out there. They have no idea. They're just going to eat something. Yep, they're going to do it. They're going to start boozing. Yeah, uh, they're not going to mix in any water. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of them don't weigh much. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, me and you go out there, we're, you know, we're full-grown adults. We're large and in charge. Yeah. You know, we got water to spend, but, you know, you got an 85, 90-pound, 19-year-old chick yeah. who's taking some drugs. You know what I mean? Like, even as much as she hydrates, she's dancing in 115-degree heat in the sun. Like, she's going to be in trouble. I'm worried about this weekend. Like, there's gonna, yeah. something's going to happen in the news. And it's it, it's unfortunate because the, the EDM scene, I think, is a pretty amazing scene. Yeah. And I know enough people, and I know you do as well, that are, are knee-deep in that world not knee deep in the drug part of it all but knee deep no. in just the culture and yeah it, it's it's like robot hippies man it's like the futuristic hippies of our world you know yeah. and and there's nothing wrong with that they're just about spreading love and it's unfortunate though that and part of that involves people doing a lot of drugs and not doing them wisely and then you have these overdoses and, and people are just and, and it's only setting that scene back all the time and some of it too like you don't have to like everything about a scene Right. I know a lot of people like going to Seahawks games, but they don't like all the blacked out drunk people starting fights. I'm one of them. Right. Yeah. So like, I love going to those kind of festivals and stuff, but I I don't wear the bracelets. No. I, you're not going to see me making a heart with my hands. Oh, I was just about to make a joke about that, dude. I watched <laughs> yeah. that um, the Under the Electric Sky documentary, which is actually a pretty interesting documentary. I wish they would have focused more on the behind the scenes making of this enormous festival. Because it's pretty amazing what they do, yeah. turning that race course into a giant city. Um, but man, every like montage of the DJ playing the music and showing all of the crowd and all that, every five seconds there's someone doing the heart thing with their hands. I'm like, I get it. I get it. It's crea- it, The first time I saw that, I was like, that's cute. But when now- chicks do it, it's hot. Right. Enough, though. Yeah. Guys, well, don't do it. Got, yeah, it looks weird with guys doing yeah. it. But the other thing I'll say, too, is like last Saturday I got up, I had, I had a tea time at 6.15. So I was up at 5.15, 5.30, having a cup of tea, listening to EDM. And I mean, I haven't done drugs or alcohol in weeks. So I mean, like, I just legitimately <laughs> like the music now. Yeah, I'm not sure my neighbors cared for it. There's some great, Knife Party's a great artist. Um, yeah. There's some good stuff. If, if, if you're willing to get past... The fact that it's a lot of electronic-based music, but like, there's talent in there. There's some interesting yeah. song structures. There's some great moments during those songs, and it's great pick-me-up music. I, I just have to get by the douchiness of some of the DJs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a European thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to say their names, but you know the exact two I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Oh, absolutely. And they <laughs> could be the coolest guys in the world. Yeah. There's just something douchey about them and the way they look. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Ted, let... Oh, it's that. One more thing. Okay. As long as we're talking about chicks and stuff, I saw a thing on When Buzz- aren't we talking about chicks? <laughs> I've been talking about chicks a lot. We got to talk about a certain thing. I'll, I'll, wait to, I'll remember to tell you after. But the tramp stamps, duck faces. Yeah. So 
a popular thing guys always like to say is, oh man, I think it's it's great when a girl doesn't wear makeup. Like she doesn't need to be all dolled up and stuff. Well, we stop saying that. It's like women that go, I just want a funny, nice guy. Right. right. But you want an attractive, funny, nice guy that probably has his S together and has a career. Right. So guys need to stop saying that as well. I granted, it's night. Women can look cute, but like you like it when we like it when they wear makeup. We right. like it when they get dolled up. So I just, you know, I there's a difference between I think a crazy amount of makeup, right? But to say you don't like women in makeup and like women half the time too, like not half the time, but a lot of the time, women are getting messed or messed up, dressed up for each other, yeah, and and done up for to impress each other, not bald dudes with beards in the bar, right? And I love it when my wife puts makeup on. So I, do I. I've said it all the time. It's like, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you do, too. <laughs> I think she looks great without makeup, but I absolutely love it when she gets dolled up because she doesn't go overboard, but she uses just enough makeup where it's yeah. like, damn, you're looking stunning tonight. I've seen your wife without makeup. Yep. Obviously, she's still super hot and attractive. Right. But right with makeup, it's like, god damn. Right. Yeah. Why are we telling them not to do that? Cause it's it's stupid. I think it's, it's like it's like how nobody right. It doesn't matter if it, you know nobody's getting laid. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's. I'm just so sick of it. You know what I mean? It's like I used to do it too. That's why on on the podcast we make sure to say it's the greatest podcast in all the land. We have thousands of listeners. Right. Like I'm tired of the like. Oh, we don't. Nobody likes this, this and that. Like now yeah. people go. Are you a celebrity? I go in Seattle. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, or actors. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't have sex with that many women. Like, shut up! Yeah, you're, you're a single dude in Hollywood. You had sex with six people last night. That was just in the elevator, right? And and, and Bob, <laughs> Bob. I thought he was a girl, right? I did a lot of drugs last night. I'm a celebrity. Yeah, and it's okay, man. You just made out with Bob. We'll let this go. At least he was clean shaven, right? You already work on Broadway, bro. Is it really that big of a deal that you made out with Bob? How about today we go to sushi? <laughs> Ted and I are convinced there's these two really hot chicks. And neither of us neither of us say this to each other. They walk in, and I mean, they stare us down tough in my head. Right. I'm thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, and, and they and, were uh, cute. It, when we left, we finally were able to talk about it and realize that we were both thinking the exact same thing and had the exact, and then realized what actually really did happen. So these two girls are super attractive. Yeah. They sit down and they keep looking at us and I keep cat, like locking eyes with the brunette, especially. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, what's going on? Because the weird. one girl, is, her back is to us and she's like turned around. It's like, man, they are just all out looking at us. So then I hit a point where I'm like, all right, maybe they're not looking at us because they think we're like these two studs. I'm willing to let that slide. That thought hasn't even passed my mind. Right. I'm down a couple LBs, feeling good. I'm like, oh. Yeah. In my head, I'm going, Ted, you're looking great. All right. The beard's looking trimmed good. up good. Look, yeah, looking great, yeah. Ted. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, they probably know who we are. They probably listen to the station. And they're probably just like, because they kept like looking at each other, looking at us, looking at each other. And I'm like, all right, well, what's going to happen? Like when we walk by them, are they going to say hi? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going on. How does this happen? And then there comes a point where both of us, and we didn't even know that we both realized this at the same time, but until we left the, the, the Blue Sea Sushi, they weren't looking at us. Not at all. They were looking for a certain plate to come by on the rotisserie on the, ro- on the conveyor belt. On the conveyor belt. Yeah, they, the way they had to kind of turn their heads to see yeah. what was coming around the corner. The only reason why they were locking eyes with us is because we were probably staring at them the entire time. They probably, when we left, I bet they were like, thank God, the creepy guys kept staring at us left. Because, I mean, I even, like, took a sip of my, like, soda water and was like, yeah, 
I'm staring back. Like they, probably, up, thought, they probably thought we were super creeps. Yeah, my friend here is married, but I can handle the both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Funny. yeah. Totally checking us out. No. No. They're, they're just waiting for those sesame noodles. Yep. Yep. They're just waiting for the roll they want it. Or some fresh uh, sashimi. Ted, so last week you mentioned how you um, went through the training with uh, the Seattle Rain, Seattle's women's soccer team. Yep. Uh, because you were training for a big soccer match. You were filling in for the Emerald City supporters? Yeah, one of their indoor teams, okay. Sandpoint. All right. Oh, oh, that was, used to be where I played roller hockey. And they, oh. they, they gutted oh, it out. Oh, up at Magnuson. Yeah, in the, in the hangar. Dude, you should see that now. Did, it's unbelievable. Do they have the beach volleyball still there? No. They have like three floor or three soccer uh, fields. They have a full gym in there. It's a really nice wow. facility. Yeah. The first one, like when you walk into the doors, the first one on the left used to be the hockey rink. Yeah, they well, that was how it used to be a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I mean, because I haven't played in a few years. They've even upgraded since then. It's wow. unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So you played that, what was it uh, Wednesday night? Was that one? No, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. last Tuesday. Okay. Right, so playing the game, we get a victory, uh, 12-8. I know that sounds like a high score. It's but indoor. It, indoor soccer, there's a lot of goals. Yeah. I gave up two legit soft ones. Right. There's no, I got to admit to that. But the other ones were all either high up in a corner of the net or... Uh, just poor defense. I, I, that's not me saying that. I mean, Cobb will attest to it. He was playing with me. Yeah, he wasn't playing defense, though, I bet. <laughs> I will say this, man. I, I thought the indoor team, the Sweet Kicks FC, I'd played on before, played OK defense. The ECS indoor, the Sandpoint team, Jesus Christ, those guys played killer. De- I've never seen an indoor team play really? defense. It was awesome, Steve. That is so much fun. Now, as granted as I'm saying, like I only gave up two soft goals, they really didn't get to put that many on net. Because, I mean, those guys were just, they were great. How great does that feel when you're oh, the goalie? Yeah. It was awesome. Shutting it down, you got the W. Yeah, and I had one good save with my left hand. Yeah. But I was telling Steve, like I think because he's a goal t- uh, goaltender right, in hockey. Right, isn't it funny? In so, so in hockey, it's goaltender. In soccer, it's goalkeeper. Yeah, so everybody right. just, right. Goalie. Goalie, right. Easy. So goalie's yeah. what we should say. Yeah. But it's funny, right, like in, in soccer, like if it comes, you know, if they want me to grab it, just like, keep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, also, kind of like the first few times I had sex, it had been so long since I played keeper that I didn't I didn't remember what to yell. And they were like, just, just you know, and I was just kind of silent back there. Yeah, and you got to talk. Yeah, you got to move people around and stuff. I always love filling in on a team, like... When my team knows that I'm a pretty vocal guy, I'll I'll like always be like, yeah, you got a guy on you, man coming soft, man coming hard, like you know, <laughs> that way they know how much time they got. You got all the time in the world. Look right. up, look up, pay, you know, play the puck, reverse, you know, use the boards, whatever it is. I'm always talking. I love playing. Like when I went, I did the tournament in uh, Bremerton this weekend. All of us are you guys. won the tournament in Bremerton. Yeah, Bremer- <clears throat> in Bremerton. Thank you, champions, A League champions. Yeah, had yay. a shutout in one of the games. Two point two zero goals against average. Jay one. leading scorer. Jay was the leading scorer from the Donkeys. Donkeys came correct, showed up and took the championship. Um, final game three to two. Jay scores with ninety seconds left in the game, and that's, that's how so we went. It was so amazing. But a few of the guys that played on the team, and they were all just grinding away. These guys were all, you would have loved everyone on our team. Just good dudes. So much fun. But a couple of them pulled me aside go, hey, man, thanks for talking. Thanks for talking. Because, like, I know how it is. If you're relatively, like, you're not, like, a guy that's played forever and you don't sense the, the, the ice and you're going to play in the, go in the corner and you don't know if a guy's coming at you, like, a full speed. Yeah. That's kind of a, a stressful thing. So I'm their eyes in a sense. I'm like, you got all the time in the world, man. You got all the time in the world. And they always like were like, thanks for letting me know. You know, I would have time to like just kind of slowly get there, 
get the puck on their stick, look around, see who they could pass it to. And, dude, our team played like like just monsters out there. It was so much fun. Yeah, I was on the other side of that. Yeah. Hey, man, you can talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I always think one of these times they're going to be like, hey, man, could you just shut up? Now. The one game where I didn't talk much because I was just so drained and I was just like hurting because we already played two games that day was the game that we lost. Yeah. And I'm not saying that was the only reason we lost, but I think it had a little bit to do with it because I think not only am I helping them, but it keeps my head focused. Yeah. And I mean, if you watch professional sports, whether it's hockey, soccer, whatever, if there's a goalkeeper, goaltender, goalie, yeah. he's he or she has to be barking out orders. Yeah. He's got to be the eyes, the quarterback yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man on. That's right. All right, well, we got to get out of here, man. All right. This flew by. We didn't even get to, again, all this stuff. Uh, I wanted to mention, I know uh, I know the MIGS cash. You guys are going down to the Rainier game this Saturday, right? Yes. That's, thank you. for my, Yes. All right. And then uh, I'll be over at the Rain game, Section 18, over in the far right. But if you want to go to the Rain game, uh, go online, buy tickets, and use the... Uh, Use the code SMITH and you'll get $5 off. Dude, that's awesome. Isn't it? That's I got my a, own code. So that game's on Saturday? That's Saturday night, yeah. Saturday, what time? Uh, 7 p.m. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. So our game starts at 5, but I'll be down there at 3. Like, mainly we're going to be partying during batting practice. Okay, yeah. See, my game, this is, I'm telling you, if you like soccer, come watch the rain game. There's no yeah. beer there. Oh, yeah. we've got beer. Yeah, Steve is much more of a kind of hanging out. Mine is literally just like, I need some friends to watch yeah. the game. Yeah, if you like soccer. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. That will be fun. Go cheer on the Seattle rain. Yeah, man. Nice. All right, so uh, they could go to the rain's website, I'm sure, to get the tickets. Yeah, go get the tickets there. Right yeah. on. I would say if you're going to have beers, have them beforehand, as they don't sell them in the stadium. Nice. Or just bring a flask in. Yeah. It's a lot of fa- it's a family environment, folks. All I just right. want to put that out you there. You know what? Don't do any of that. If you got a flash, just go to the Rainiers game with yeah. Steve. Just bring a bottle of soda. <laughs> soda water. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Also, don't forget to watch us on Monday, 11 o'clock, King 5. The Megacast is invading New Day Northwest with Margaret Larson. Yeah, it's going to get weird. It's going to get awesome. Actually, that's a lie. Well, I'll be normal. I know, right? We're going to probably be the nicest people in the world, as always. What if she calls me out and goes, are those Timberlake's brand? That would be sick. Yeah. I doubt she will, though, Ted. <laughs> I have I have uh, delusions of grandeur sometimes, Steve. And next week we'll do the Megacast right after our appearance, so we'll give a, a full recap of the appearance. Multimedia personalities. That's right. Steve and Ted. That's right. We go into New Day Northwest. We finish that. We hightail it back to Entercom Seattle headquarters for the Megacast, and we do a Megacast. Uh, you know what? You'll probably even do a show with BJ, and I'll probably even do one with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. It's a God. busy day. God. It's tough just... being television stars. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. I need makeup, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll put the powder on, especially our bald heads. Yeah. They'll put a little extra effort right around there. I might go get a spray tan. Don't do that, man. I can see that going poorly. <laughs> that's like the beginning. That's like a like a, a scene from like Seinfeld or something, or like some television show. <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna spray tan before the big, the big interview, and then you're turned orange. Come in looking like Snooky with a beard. <laughs> she doesn't have a beard. <laughs> all right, let's get these out of here. Oh yeah, we still got to do push-ups. Oh, I don't feel like it, but we got to. All right, all let's right. Let's get that brain functioning, Mega Family. Find us on Twitter at the Megacast. And we danced. And we laughed and had a really, really, really good time. Take my hand, let's have a blast and remember this moment for the rest of our lives. 
should right. have done this when you were holding the championship keg. Oh, that would have been awesome. We are champions. Dons. Ah. All right, we'll see you next week. Don't forget, watch us on New Day Northwest on Monday. Please. I mean, like, Ted told me about it. Wow. Told you, man.